punch at Faith and Flower, the only place you can get it because um, and it won uh, best cocktail in America. Oh, uh, Esquire magazine. Oh. So what it is, it's like it's. It sounds like oh, milk punch. It sounds there's terrible. nothing about that. It reminds me of microwavable pork rinds. Yeah, so exactly. That's all I'm saying. But it tastes. It tastes great. It tastes okay. like uh, lemonade. It's very smooth. But it's like four four different types of rum. Oh. And oh. what I guess the the guy decided uh, figured out was like if you pour milk, mm-hmm. and it takes this thing takes three days to make. So. You pour the milk in, mm-hmm. and what the milk does in that three days is it it takes out all the impurities of the rum. Okay. And it turns into like a ball. Okay. And you take the ball of milk out. Oh, okay. So Keep there's going. no so there's no milk in it, and there's no impurities of rum in it, and what's oh. and what's left is just like pure rum. And he he he. There's some other things put in it. He won't reveal, obviously. Um, and so the result is a very smooth, um, there's like a touch, like a touch of like absinthe in it as well. Okay. Um, what's, it's like a smooth sort of lemonade. Uh, has that, no, that was totally made by accident. Has there's no, no way has, anyone intentionally has, made this I know, drink. has no milk. Like there's no milk. It does not taste milky at all. It's just the milk is just a, a product of getting all the does impurities it, out. Does it take the alcohol out, or does it? What, no, what no, it? no, oh okay. no, oh no. You're like, oh no, <laughs> <laughs> because it's it's deceptively uh, smooth. Um, and I won't say his name, but he said the waiter said there was one uh, uh, celebrity who came in and big guy, mm-hmm. and uh, he not the Rock, and he he had like six of them. Oh. And so he like after. After the third one, it was like, "Hey, you know, it's one less you know." They're deceptively smooth. It was yeah. Like, oh, I'm good. And by uh, the sixth one, they had to, like his buddies had to like hold him up. Like, oh my god, there only had one. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, but they were. It's just it's such a smooth drink. It's one of those things where you like. And then it's one of those things where I heard him say milk punch. Uh-huh. But it just didn't register, and when I got it, I drank it, and then you said it again. I'm like, wait, there's milk. There's no yeah. right. So it's not like milk, right? It, so it's a, the the milk just is the byproduct of how you know they make it, but it needs it, a better name. Taking it out, I I wouldn't. It's called English could, milk punch. I don't know. Still, even adding the English, how about just call it English punch? That seems more intriguing. The minute I, I agree, I agree because the milk, I'm like. There's nothing milky about it, but it's just that's. But I love what... that it's English milk punch that tastes like lemonade. Yeah, like that's literally the worst sounding thing. Ever. <laughs> but I'm, I'm intrigued by it. Yeah, it's. I, I think you. Yeah, it's so good. You'd like it, but it's just like uh, it was great. And so my aunt got it, and mm-hmm. so she like there were a, te- a team of guys like sitting next to us. I guess mm-hmm. who were here on a business trip and. She she convinced them. They, she convinced two of those guys <laughs> to get it, you know. And they were just like, "It wanted to be drinking." They were like, "Oh, this is so good." Yeah. So, all right. Well, I'm she sold try. it. Yeah. Milk punch. Uh, welcome to post apocalyptic. This is Rob. This is John. For our one fan that likes us to talk about post stuff, probably going to be disappointed. I have some Corey Feldman stories. Oh. Uh, but it, first, we will talk a little post to appease the our fan. Yeah. This um, is this. 
Corey, like personal Corey film stories? Or? Uh, if Angela shows up in time, she can probably bust out a personal Corey story. Wow. Uh, this is just Corey in the news. Uh, okay. No shy updates. Sorry, shy is actually kind of under the radar, so that means he's working on probably some art project, some odd thing. But I'll actually uh, post related um, in my job I'll be going back to in November. They're interviewing for staff writers. I was like, oh, this is cool. Mm-hmm. It's weird. All the names they received, some they knew, some are from the network. Almost everyone's coming from a web series. Really? Like, tell you about that, and I was like, well, we could talk about that. It was weird because um, our PA, who's also a writer. Wow. Like legit, not like, hey, I want to be a writer. He's had a web series, but his he hit that wrong time. We talked about it pods ago where it's like the people that jumped on early sort of missed a window like you because no one was looking at it. Right. And you had to really be viral and be a hit. Now people like if you're a moderate hit or whatever. And he's a he's a great writer, too. He writes a he does a UCB show like it's a he also puts it out as a podcast, radiophonic audio. Um, it's basically like an old timey radio thing that he does live so he writes a one hour variety show every month really like he does the whole thing but it's him and a group of people that perform it and it's sort of like listening to old-timey radio so it'll be like a, a horror story a radio ad jingles and it's super talented so um so when we were getting writers he's like oh i wonder who they're looking for because you know he's wants to be a writer and he's like well they have a web series that's kind of cool i had a web series next person they they have a web series too third person web series and one episode of Lopez. And then okay. and it was just like, but one episode, not yeah. the staff writer. One, I would say of, I'm going to say they interviewed 10 people. Two of them had things that were outside of web. Like one did the Lopez and then someone else was a staff writer on the Col- Colbert Rapport. And then um, the Larry Wilmore show when he had it. So yeah. this was like, but once again, that's like such a different writing style. That's yeah. like, like you're in a writer's room and it's like, okay, this is what we want to talk about. All right, here is the news that came out today. Right. Okay, pitch jokes, pitch joke. You know, and you're trying to milk co- cohesive, but we looked everyone up and some were young, some were, I mean, I would say it was probably like 24 to 37. And a couple writing teams came in because, you know, they're cheap. Like yeah. Price two people. Sure. So we were remarkably surprised. A lot of them just were, web series people were is this something they were look like they were looking for web I series don't people, know or? if that's what they're because uh the show's based on a web series our show so i don't know All if right. they were like hoping for that but it's like i feel like why aren't you getting people that and not that they're not talented and they might have a lot of hits and everything but i feel like i thought it'd be more peppered like i thought yeah like you have people, some like, people who are yeah a little more uh, seasoned or whatever and maybe that's they don't want someone who was like no i wrote on Seinfeld, Frasier, Friends. Right. Oh, yeah. you're going to be sort of intimidating to us because... Oh, maybe, maybe that's it, yeah. But still, like, I, I was surprised on how many people had just web experience. And that was it. And it was like, this... But it's a different vibe. You're writing your own pace. Like, imagine, like, you finish your web series, John, and all of a sudden, hey, you're on staff. Now we need a script a week. And it's not that. But, you know, it's like, oh, I but was... But it's, it, it's still... I yeah. was working on my short web thing on my own at my own pace that i sort of yeah did my own thing and yes you saw the end result and it was really funny and good but that was because i work at a different pace i'm not sitting in a writer's room and that's the thing it's like that's a different vibe like totally i mean yeah half the time you're bitching and moaning about your cheeseburger or whatever but you know it's such a but it was so weird to see just all these people come in and out and then i'm just like hey what was their name look them up really 
okay. They're all super talented, and I didn't watch any of them, but I, I think I'd heard of two of them. And yeah. I was like, good for them. Wow. Um, but I don't I've... know how much was pitched from, like, TV Land, because our exec at TV Land, great guy, super young. Or I think he's super young, comes off super young, and he's probably, well, he's probably 28, so still super well, young. Well, that's, yeah. For me, that's super young. He definitely seems like he would be one oh my god i've been watching this web series like he feels like he's that generation where where with us we want to cast nick cage we want to cast uh ralph macho we want to cast the people that we grew up with right whereas he's like oh i get all my content i go to youtube found a new series it was hilarious and that's where most you know him his age and uh on down that's where that's what they do right they're like not only do they not watch television, but they don't watch television on the computer. Right. Like, they watch the YouTube uh, web series, like yeah. those series, and that's what they watch. It's yeah. not, hey, I'm going to watch uh, Fargo on, you know, Hulu. It's like, no, it's going to, I'm going to watch some YouTube series. Yeah. And obviously, some of these people are higher up where they had representation because it's not, I don't think. He didn't seem like he was just searching people out, going, "Hey, dude, you just want to interview? Like, do you want to you want to be in a writers' room on a TV show?" I'm sure these people had enough where they got an agent, so they're top tier yeah. web series people. So it was just fascinating. I think that was the first time, and I know everyone comes from somewhere, but I was surprised the amount was web series. Wow. Yeah, I I am too. I know that years ago, um, more than ten. Uh, showrunner that uh, showrunner he was kind of it's kind of mad and like he came into the office uh, the bullpen where I was a PA mm-hmm. and uh, he was kind of mad not not at us yeah. but he was like because he just got off on a call with the network and they were like they told me not not to go into this story on this this podcast but they told me go to YouTube look at the most popular video that's what we're looking for right because this is where the future is the, the number one video on the time at the time was not a video that they should have been saying that about oh i got involved in it i i don't want to get into that whole thing but um you know that that's not the way i know that's not what they right. meant but that one shouldn't have been the way they should have couched that right. because the number one video on that was a, a very offensive one but um but at that time, it's like we know the internet, like the whole revenue um, right. appropriation was changing, like as far as what uh, ad buys yeah. uh, the companies would would uh, appropriate their money to. It switched from not totally, but like a, a large percentage would start going to internet. So um, they knew that that was like the future, but they didn't know how to monetize it and they didn't right. know how to like harness it in a way that they could be profitable at that moment they didn't right. know how to to do it so now that you telling me about all of the writers having web series and yeah. that's sort of like how you know sort of web series centric you know as far as you know their their search um it does make sense that your show is based on a web series but i'm sure that's not specific but, I mean, to we're, that show we're we will have done 30 episodes total so we're three years removed from a web series so like i'd get it if it was season one right and they're like staff writers let's get everyone who's sort of done a web and maybe everyone or like ones that are similar 
like the first time I had heard about it, I was doing uh, the Trophy Wife pilot, and our producer on that was meeting Felicia Day from mm-hmm. the Guild. But I mean, she had been a working actor, but it was sure. mainly he's like, ah, oh, to meet this Felicia Day, she's this Guild web series thing. And then I was like, oh yeah, she's awesome. Like it was like, and I felt young. I felt like, yeah, oh, God, I'm young. This was two years ago, <laughs> but um, or three years ago. But I was like, oh wow, this person is getting meetings based on this. And once again, the Guild was uber popular and they had deals through microsoft so like at that time when he was meeting her that the guild was already the guild you know yeah. it wasn't like oh there's some new thing yeah, right there. so so <clears throat> so i opened it up the real quick was the top 10 youtube web series debuting in 2017 so there's already wow a uh, you my ride follows a life of uh a rapper in los angeles who takes up ride sharing methods to supplement his income so that I mean, that was going to happen no matter what. Sure. Uh, I mean, got to have that one. Tender Dates, which is just people just, that go on. It's like sort of Tinder. Super Losers. Five Misfits Who Drink who drinks and uh, drink Dirty Contaminated L.A. Water. Uh, and they wake up with newfound superpowers. Oh, actually, that one sounds not too... Yeah. <laughs> kind of intrigued by that one. Um, kind of a pilot like that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Car Rental. Deadly Badly. A war rages in India. One man must find the courage within himself to preserve and venture where others are too afraid. Well, that seems like a... Whoa, that's like uh, a big... That seems kind of intense. Yeah. <laughs> Most of these are just like struggling actors who yeah. have no other thing. So, um, so yeah, that's the uh, that's where we are now. Wow. So Yeah, so now that you say... What I'm saying is I'm sure it's not specific to your show. And like you said, you're three seasons in. That's, that's just where... And, you know, you got guys like you're post I didn't put nitro post but it's like your production executive that's 28 and yeah. he's like this is what i listen to and they are well served to bring in yeah. someone like that who's like this is what the demographic we're going after this is what they watch they're not they're not tuning in to yeah. you know must see tv or whatever on yeah. thursday nights that's not what they do so or what we do so it's like this is where i'm going to pull from web yeah. series and you know you got to know your audience and speak to your audience and that's what they're doing so that's i and i think it's great because it gives more power to i kept hearing this because i'm part of an organization that has done a few seminars on web web content right. and us the quote-unquote young people uh mm-hmm. who are you know trying to get our foot in the industry like yeah you know a web this is what it's going to yeah. be it's going to be uh, you're gonna be able to control your own content. Now, this was during a time of like a recession. Oh, and they were like, "Wow, look at it as an opportunity." And I'm like, "I, I don't see like yeah. a recession being an opportunity, yeah. but sure." Um, like web, web is where it is. And uh, I remember it was a uh, a seminar with um, his name is like right before me. I can't see him, but he like he. Uh, co-created i think 30 something oh okay and so he did um i don't know if you remember the uh, web series quarter life it was a it sounds familiar it's like a web series about like uh 25 year olds 20 25 year olds very well produced though okay web series um because he you know he's like a hollywood producer um and uh it just didn't work at the time. Oh, okay. and I think it was one of those things where it was before its time, and that's what he said. Right. Um, but he's like, but this is, you know, having having it can't been canceled and failed. He's like, but this is where it's 
going to end up. And like I was like, he knew, like, it's yeah. like, this is where it is. It's not right now, but this is where it is. Yeah. And I just trying to wrap my head around it, you right. know, just like the VR seminar that I yeah, went yeah. to not too long ago. Like, yeah, this is where it's, things are going. And you go, it's cool, but yeah. I don't see how it's going to take with the masses. Yeah. Um, and now online is is everything. Yeah. It's like I was listening to a podcast yesterday and it's like it is so easy to just turn on your computer push play and watch something yeah like you don't want to be like oh is it thursday at eight yet oh i gotta wait for that new thing and it's like now you won't even wait for a thing you know thursday at eight okay friday at some point yeah i'll watch it yeah you know and that's how you watch tv because that's how you kind of want to watch tv that's 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 interesting i think it's encouraging yeah and i think what it is it, it i think it opens up yeah maybe all these people they met weren't great or they weren't the right fit you're just opening up the pool yeah like it's like okay we brought someone that is written on younger because it's another tv land show we brought someone who's written on you know last man standing here's a web series you you got all these people and they all have different ideas they're all the same talent wise they've all done something but it still ends up like if it's a writer's room it's all about a personality because you're sitting with you're literally like our writer's room will be the five uh the five EPs that are the stars, an extra person who's just an EP who's already done it. So you have to know you're basically bringing in three new people that all have to get along. Yeah. You know? So now I, th- I think, I don't know if they even care if they're good as much as like, look, they're going to have to tolerate, we're all going to have to tolerate each other. So it's like, look, I like that web series. Hopefully you bring something to yeah. it, you know, and they'll all end up writing everything anyways. So, For sure. and that was a 2007 quarter life. So wow. ten years ago, wow. So, sort of ahead of yeah. uh, ahead of the curve, and Ed Zwick was one of the producers. And it was Ed Zwick, mm-hmm. but it's it wasn't. It Ed, was a, it wasn't Ed Zwick. It was uh, who was Marshall Hershkovitz? Yeah, yeah, it was Marshall. Yeah, he came to the talk to us. I wonder if he was like, "Hey, I got someone else to come with me," and it was Ed, Ed Zwick or something like that. Um, yeah, Marshall. Well, he works a lot. Yeah, no, he's he's a big time big time guy he sort of like called in the favors that type of thing and like doing it on his own okay type of thing but yeah no he's he's, he's a big time guy but um he was just he's wanted to do it because he saw like this is where it is and yeah. i think it was a little bit ahead of its time. if it were today it'd probably clean up but. and it would probably go on the web yeah like let's do a web series not a <clears throat> let's not do a thing about the web series on the on tv let's just do a web series on the web yeah and yeah, I don't know. It's so weird because I think, like with TV, like uh, Angela and I were talking yesterday about, it's like there are so many things that everyone's been watching that no one else, it's like, oh, my God, Handmaid Tale. Oh, I haven't seen that one yet. But we finished Master None. What's Master of None? Oh, we started Flaked. Oh, I never watched Flaked, but are you watching that? No. There's just so much. You don't. No one watches the same things anymore. I know. But everything is still really good. It's not like, oh, you watched that dumb show? No, it's like I've heard Handmaid Tale. Uh, tales or whatever is fantastic just haven't watched it yeah and everyone's done really well it's just you only have so much time i know that's <laughs> the thing like I've, I've i've watched like an episode and you know i will go back but just like the time yeah you have to do this and i'm like you know trying to finish up fargo and then there's a new season of house of cards and then there's a, you talk to people you go i just uh, yeah, i i don't care now you know. I, I just and i get the web series appeal 15 minutes Especially if you find something you like, it's like, 
All right, I'll try one. Oh, that was really good. Oh, there's three more? Great. I spent an hour. Yeah. And I've watched a season. It's like, oh, that was easy. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> no, totally. Just like that. I'm telling you about the Key and Peele sketches. Like, these sketches could be like three to five minutes. And yeah. it's like, great. Like, yeah. you have one and you go, okay, I'll go back to work now. You know, or you just watch it when you can and yeah. it's it's great. Or you'll revisit it because it's only two minutes. Yeah, it's like, oh, my God, I love the substitute teacher. Yeah, exactly. Field. You watch it again, you laugh. Yeah, exactly. You move on. You move on and then, like, you know, oh, I got a, a 24 episodes is one hour. Oh, okay. Well, I guess I'll just get a month and just, like, veg out and, yeah. like, not talk to the world and just do that whole thing. Yeah, we have a friend that's like, you really should get into Friday Night Lights. It's like, they did 100 episodes at 44 minutes. I'm, I'm out. I, I don't. And and I I that's one of my favorite shows. I think it's awesome. It's uh-huh. great. Um, I've seen I've seen a lot of them like multiple times. Mm-hmm. I did it though in a time like n- not when it came out, but like right after, mm-hmm. and I didn't have all these options. Like yeah. I didn't have like I had the time. Like that was the only thing I was watching. Yeah. Literally the only thing. Now it's like I couldn't I couldn't do it. Yeah, it's like going back. It's like can't now because i think what it is it's yeah that's great but i'm already got five things on my plate i have things i have to finish it's like now i just feel like oh i don't know if i care about bloodline but it's the final season they only did three seasons and it's yeah. like let's just finish it and be done with it but okay. like, we can't even hit the button yeah i saw the that i was on netflix yesterday and saw the whole bloodline thing the final season i'm like Oh, I can I get I can't get into that. I got other things I yeah. can't get. I haven't even seen you know. Don't shoot me. I haven't even seen Game of Thrones. It's yeah, like, I, people keep going. Do you, do, you, do you watch Game of Thrones? Like I should. It's totally yeah. in my wheelhouse. But I feel like now. Yeah, totally in my wheelhouse. But I'm like, I kind of wish I jumped in on season three because I could have caught up. Yeah. And I feel like I just don't. Yeah. I don't care now. God, so much, so much. God, can you really commit to? The, yeah. I feel like now it's like I could just blindly talk about it. it's like oh yeah red wedding right yeah right right you just, like, winter's just coming right stuff winter's out. coming winter is coming white walkers um and start mixing them it's like the white walkers and omar's coming yeah right? omar's like, oh, crap, they're like ah uh, hbo but still um <laughs> we, we can barely find time to do this podcast let alone like <laughs> spend like 13 hours on a, a season yeah i think that yeah it's uh yeah, my work schedule's like and being at Chatsworth. That must be even hotter than here. Though. Oh my god, it was so hot. Like I got to my car. I drive an electric car, the uh, the Leaf, and I have a battery temperature thing, which I've never really looked at before. You know, there's like a gauge you don't look at. Yeah. And it starts in blue and goes to red, and it's always about four bars. I got in my car yesterday, just sitting out. It was at eight bars, and I'm like, what's what's bad? Because it didn't hit the top. Yeah. Like I'm like four away from the top, and I'm like, is it not? I haven't had it. It was 102 when I left yesterday and I got home, which is, I don't know, it's, I think we're, uh, oddly enough, I think we're 13 miles from Chatsworth, which even though it seems like a world away, it was 78 here at my place by Universal. Wow. Compared to Chatsworth. And it was like, I was just driving going, it's so, and I'm looking at the battery thing going, I don't know if my car can, is this okay? And now I'm going to have to research sometime this weekend. It's like, what happens if I get into the red? And this wasn't even dry. I thought the battery temp was like, if I was driving too much, it was like sort of my overheat, yeah. like on an engine. So I just assumed it was if I drove too much, which you can't in a Leaf. And I was like, uh-oh. But I got my car and it was like an oven. Wow. And there's no shade. 
And it's like, oh, so you're just out like a park, like an open parking lot. Uh, yeah. Uh, then you go into this office that has no windows. It's, like, it's the polar opposite. You go outside and you're on the sun. You go in the office and you're in a cave. And it's like, well, this will be this will yeah. be fun for the summer. Exactly. At least I'll be cold though, except when I go to and from work. Yeah. So I don't know. It was uh, it was just so weird to see my battery that high. I was like, uh oh. Wow. And, it's, and I'm just driving home. Uh, Scary. Gonna, it never went up on the drive, so I just think it just the whole car Probably was like, hot. Yeah, it's the coolant system and everything. I still don't barely even know how my car works. Yeah. I know it's got a battery and an engine or and a it, motor. And so. it works. Yeah. Yeah. I get turn on the air, got a radio. That's all I really, that's all I care about anymore. Uh, um, it, would you consider your sh- the new show that you're going to a comedy or? I feel bad. I can't finish the pilot. I just can't. Like I've been, I've tried watching the pilot four times. It's not that it's bad. It is yeah. Um, if anyone's listening, it's a great show. No, it's <laughs> it's not that it's it's bad. I just don't care. It's like I can't commit to watching a Game of Thrones. Yeah. So I feel like ah, I'll, I think what it is knowing that I'm going to end up watching this pilot because we're shooting more content for it. I know I'm going to watch it a hundred more times, and I feel like, and once again, it's based on a movie, and mm-hmm. the pilot is just a reconstruct of the movie. So okay. I think what it is, I started watching it, going, oh, that's an interesting take on the opening scene. They did a little differently. Then it starts going into the story, and it's like, I know this dialogue. Oh, that dialogue's a little different. Oh, there's that person. Yeah, I know what this is. Like, I feel like I already know it because it's based on something. Yeah. And it's literally very much based on that. And then all the scripts that uh, we've done, uh, Table Reads for, are just expanding on the character. So I'll probably be more into that. It's just sort of like, I've already already watched it. It's those pilots. The pilots are always just the recreate of the movie. Which I I think that's what's sort of slightly disappointed me. I was hoping they were going to creatively do something different. And it, yeah, it's slightly comedy, slightly drawn. It's just teens, teens talking in school. I just don't. <laughs> I'm forty years old. I don't. <laughs> no, I, I I totally get it. It's just like, nah, it's just not your. I mean, most of the stuff we work on is not necessarily something we'll run to the now the web to see. Yeah, you know. <clears throat> and like I said, I think I was telling someone the other day. I was like, it'll be my favorite show for six months. Because I'm on it. Yeah. And I'll like, and once I start watching cuts, I'll be like, oh my God, this is great. And then I'll just, I'll move on to the next thing. And it's not going to be lying. I'll like it for what it is. Yeah. But, you know, it's not my thing. I don't, teens talking, it's like, ugh, yeah. I just don't. <laughs> Do you ever, um, two questions. Go. You ever been on a, a show where, it, like, it, you don't hate it, like, mm-hmm. but it's not something that gets you going in the morning. It's yeah. like, it's a job. It's not bad. Yeah. Someone comes up to you and finds out that you work on the show, and they go, "Oh my god, I love that show." You can't really—I mean, you're not going to not champion the yeah. show, but you can't be like, "Oh yes," and then they go into it, and it's like so and so and so and so, and you go, "Yeah," like you know the storylines, of course, yeah. but you're like, "Yeah," but I'm not, you know, like how is this person really that jazzed up about like this show? I haven't been on enough shows that people have actually heard of, but yeah. the ones I no, have... No, me too, me too. I, the ones I have, I have faked it. I have, yeah. It's like, oh my God, I love it. And it's not even that I don't love it. It's like, I'm not going to like, yeah, it's, all right, it's a job. I get paid weekly, so it's yeah. fantastic. And it's like, I love so-and-so. And then usually there's a good story I'll have unless they're dicks and then I'll just fake it. But it's like, oh my God, they're the sweetest person. You know? Yeah, and, it is that too. So it's yeah. like, if I know I can talk a talk positive story about it, then I'll... I'll say whatever. It's like, oh my god, what was it like? And it was like, and it was sort of like, um, 
like Grace and Frankie was probably the one thing recently that I worked on people had heard of. And it's like, oh my God. And honestly, Lily, Jane, Sam, Worthington. No, that's a uh, guy from Avatar. Sam something. I can't think of his name from Law and Order. And oh, then, uh, Sam uh, War- uh, Waterston. Waterston. And yeah. then uh, Martin Sheen are the nicest people. They're great. So yeah. I had great stories with about all of them. So they are all cool. They're all super cool. That's great. And so regardless of the show being just the show, I had more great stories about everyone that worked on the show. Like the show itself, uh-huh. it's Golden Girls. Like we talked about before, casting Polly Shore and that. It's like, hey, we did it. It's Golden yeah. Girls. Or I think we have talked about, could you redo Golden Girls? Yeah, it's Grace and Frankie. Okay, never mind. We were, we're doing it. <laughs> already this. did it. Okay. So it's easy to fail. I mean, I would never, like, I wouldn't want that. Like, if I went up to someone, it's like, oh, my God, do you work on this? And they're like, yeah, it's a shit show. Oh. Unless it's someone I know personally really well and they're like oh my god it's a nightmare yeah you know because i've heard like stories it's like i love arrested development and i've heard like more personal it's like how hard it is and it's like no one talks about how bad this show is they're just like it's hard and then when you're in production you you can appreciate those stories but i wouldn't like if i wasn't doing what i was doing i wouldn't want someone to be honest like oh my god oh it's so hard this person sucks this person yeah like, oh right. i'm gonna yeah. look at the show so different you right know? so being in the business you can kind of take the truth a little more it's like oh no it's it's good but you know it's hard oh, yeah, i figured we all we're all there but yeah if it's someone that doesn't like it's like with um my mother-in-law's friends if they're talking oh my god grace the greatest thing and even if like say martin sheen was the biggest dick martin sheen's the greatest guy i thought so they're never gonna meet him you know so it's like i'll just yeah i'll just lie you know it's right. like why i'd rather have someone think something's great than realize it's like so what do you do is it exciting I sit in a room all day yeah. <laughs> try to jazz up what i do yeah, oh like, my god it's great I'm, yeah. I'm wheeling and dealing i'm answering emails on my phone and i just it's like i want to go to work with you it's like it's like do you get to go to set i'm like I, I, yeah i can get to go to sitting i don't have any time yeah. to go to and set if i do i just feel like i'm in the way yeah because all i do is try to find the place not yeah, exactly exactly that's pretty much your whole thing is like you know where's crafty where's video village and let me get out of the way yeah the first thing i walk on stage which which way are they shooting yeah oh you're shooting that way okay i'm gonna stand over. if i see a crew i'll stand by crew because yeah. i know they're yeah, not they, in front of camera exactly if there's no crew around i'm probably in the shot right and the last thing you want oh post is here yeah Sorry, I just wanted to hang what out. Ha- what did we do? What? Yeah. Was like, <laughs> it was funny. It was on my uh, second season of Grace and Frankie. I was standing on set just watching them shoot. And someone's like, who are you? Robert and Post. I was like, I don't come down. I yeah. realized at that point I, I didn't come down yeah. that much. Um, hey. I saw someone. Hey, it's Ange. Corey. Corey. Oh, yeah. Now that Ange is home, we could talk about Corey Feldman. Oh, boy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, how are you? I'm good. How okay. are you? Uh, good. Uh, well, no, it was just... Uh, the one Corey story I want to talk about, it was hilarious because uh, the... Um, Corey story. Corey story. Corey oh, st- there's the title. There it is. Corey, 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 story. Story. Corey, Corey stories. Um, <laughs> the, the incident in Manchester, which was tragic, the Ariana sure. Grande or whatever. So sure. they were doing a big concert and everything. And then uh, Corey Feldman tweeted. It was like, you know, even though I couldn't, you know, couldn't be there for the concert today, I wanted to send all my love. And I was like, I don't think you were invited. <laughs> it was just, it was... It made me laugh, and I thought of you, and I was like, I don't even want to talk to John about it. I want to get it on the pod. It was that it was the way he worded it. It was like he he, he was committed, but he couldn't go to it. And I was like, I don't think you were on the short list of. Na- I don't think you were on the long list. Was this, of- <laughs> was this the the 
benefit or yeah, the, the, ben- origi- the benefit concert. He was like, oh, even though I couldn't be there, it's like I don't think anyone's asking think you so. to. Uh... Corey Feldman. No. Yeah. But Ange herself has met Mr. Feldman. Yes, oh, recently. Go ahead. Go, ahead. Yeah, Go a little closer. Um, gosh, His special special I... guest. Probably one of the first times I met him was at the Dream a Little Dream premiere. Oh, the, like the actual premiere. I was at the actual premiere because I was, oh yeah, but prior to that, I was an extra in the video Rock On or the really? Dream film. Yeah. And this is like this is like royalty right here. Yeah, exactly, Corey, Corey royalty. Um, so yeah, I, that was like a three-day shoot, and we were my friend and I were extras. She knew Michael Damien. So Rock we on. got mm-hmm. in, and uh, then somehow we ended up getting invited to the premiere, so it was a big deal at the Chinese Theater. Really? And we went to the after party, and we hung out uh, with the Corys, Alyssa Milano, Christian Slater. Christian Slater, all those... Polly Shore. <laughs> Polly Shore, I mean, just all the people who were... I know. They were up and comers. Yeah, up and comers at that time. But um, yeah, it was pretty cool. Went around, ran around, got all these pictures, and you know. Was there and everyone was cool? Was was everyone was cool? Yeah. Corey wasn't throwing fits or anything. No, no, no. They were still. They were still the two Corey. Yeah, they were were the 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 Corys. You know, at that point, and I don't think they had gotten too heavily into drugs or anything at that point. They were still pretty young. Yeah. But then after that, it was kind of like. Wow. That was sort of like the last big hurrah for them. So you saw them before the, the, the fall, yeah. basically. Yeah. Wow, at the height. I know. It was pretty exciting. Was uh, was it Meredith Salinger? She was there, too. She was there, too, huh? Yeah, I have the pictures to prove it. Group photos with I, the I have to see these Meredith. pictures if yeah. you still have them. I'm sure he's got... Uh, I think I have one. Um, it's somewhere. It, it It's somewhere. But wasn't, like, didn't you have a story where, like, Meredith Salinger's mom kept her away from the quarries yeah during the video shoot because they were like kind of bad kids at that they were dabbling in at that time i mean Corey Haim was you know the mouth breather that he is and he always looked a little hazy so yeah so many choices i do remember meredith's mom being on the set and kind of keeping her away from them kind of protective yeah well she seems to be that kind of girl who's you know, comes from a home that's like, look, we just want, you know, he's acting as good, but we want you to yeah. not be seduced by, you know, this, the bad stuff. Yeah. And maybe that they are, yeah. you know, of that. Because I don't know what she's doing now, but she's probably... Apparently a, she's dating Patton Oswalt now. Really? Yeah. That was the... the breaking news. <laughs> Interesting. Is that like breaking news? Yeah. Like, wow. He just told me like two days ago, so... Oh, Patton just told you to. No, yeah, Patton. <laughs> no, Rob did. We're, yeah, we're he. On yeah. yeah. <laughs> Come on, Patton. He said, I'm sorry, I'm too busy dating Meredith Salinger. Yeah, he's otherwise uh, busy, but. Um, wow. Yeah, I remember her being very sweet. You know, I don't know how much she had done at that point. Maybe a few, what? No, maybe not three or mu- four not movies. Much, yeah. But... I mean, as a teen, not much because. Uh... As a kid, she did the na- Natty Gan. The Journey. Yeah, of Journey Natty of Natty Gan. Yeah. And yeah. I think prior I really like that, to actually, I saw it in school. Dream of the Dream was uh, the Night in Life of Jimmy Reardon. Reardon. Mm-hmm. Uh, with River Phoenix. With River Phoenix. That was so another I think one. That I was mm-hmm. kind of her yeah. teen go. Those were really. Those were. Those, those were, were good. quality. Those were great. Quality yeah. movies. Yeah. Oh man. So I remember seeing the Journey of Natty Gan in school. 
uh-huh. and you know they wheeled in the whole video cart and, you know, yeah like journey of natty gant and i was so unenthused to see this movie but loved it like at the end of it i was like wow that was really really good it was and good. she was really really good too mm-hmm. yeah she wow. was really good yeah yeah she's she's one of those unfortunate things where it's like a good actress that just hasn't she's always worked but sh- feels like should be higher you're right than she is mm-hmm. it's just like that that working actress type of thing where it's like no i'm great what are you looking for I was. Is this her uh, resume no, 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 this here? Was, uh, oh. Well, that was always my big theory I had on with the Corys is that they signed a deal with the devil, <laughs> and it expired in 1990. Yeah. Oh, because because okay. Dream a Little Dream came out in '89, and then everything after that was. was that's what I'm saying. Because it was it, kind of the pinnacle, and then. Huh. It's and true. And then they took the because downward. Because like, you had Feldman after '89, then did the voice in Teenage Mutant, but I mean that could have been something. Then things like. Edge of Honor, Rock and Roll High School Forever, Meatballs 4, Round Trip to Heaven, Loaded Weapon 1, Step Monster, Blown Away, Lipstick Camera, Last Resort, Maverick. Like, I mean, these are, like, there were nothing. Like, it was just, and then uh, Hames is almost exactly the same. It was like right when the clock struck, when the ball dropped in 1990, deal was over, and then yeah. that was it. I think maybe there was a new crop at that point, and then they quickly went to drugs and when that happens they'll cut you loose yeah and i'd be curious it's like i want to know what they were passing up like dream little dream was a big enough hit where the cores were probably getting getting good scripts and everything but what happened like what was it like what did they turn down that was uh what did we turn down with that you know that changed the the trajectory you know lord of the rings like uh sean connery no uh <laughs> it's uh I'm sure there was something, but I'm sure it had to do with the drugs. But I'm sure the drugs. But I feel like there should have been, like, one more. No, like I, dream, I, I know. Like, I, I feel like all of a sudden it was like, Meatballs 4. How are you, Corey Feldman, no. coming on that high? And then yeah. you doing Meatballs 4. Like, Meatballs 4 came out what? Like uh, what Meatballs year? 4 was 92. So three years later. So, so he did that later. probably 91. And then the movie that actually came out probably right after that was, uh, he did a guest star on a tv series like he did the voice of ninja turtles but that was right after that so it was like oh that was probably a big get do you think uh culkin just sort of like eclipsed him with home alone in 1990 it's like oh remember cute kids yeah and then we exactly. don't know what to do with this so and also too do you want to hire the guy that's becoming or inspired by michael jackson and i think that's the thing like dream a little dream for me i mean i i, I liked right like as, as a kid i really liked it but I remember I wouldn't say I wouldn't go so far as to say freaked out, but it was a little put off by the Corey dancing. Oh. It just was like, what? Like even at that age, it was yeah. like, what am I watching? Like I, I like I like this movie, I like the feel of it, but the dancing at the end or whatever it was like, I don't understand why he's dancing. Like it, it's it it shows almost the power that Corey Feldman had like as sort of an actor where he didn't write it. It wasn't his movie, but he had enough influence. I want to do a dance or was there, I don't see, I don't know in the original script if there was a dance or something, but then it was like, Oh, we need a dance in this scene. I, I I gotta believe it's just Corey going, I I'm going to dance. And if I don't dance, I'm not doing at that point. He's of, you know, he can say that like, and you wonder if it's like, or did it? Is it like no, no? I'm gonna I'm gonna choreograph my own dance. All right, cool. That'll be fun. And then they saw it and went, oh, yeah. 
Well, yeah, it's gonna be an open. No, it's we'll just throw it in at yeah. the at the end. Look, let's cut this scene. Then the movie's eighty-eight minutes or something. Oh, fine, we need to hit that right exactly mark or something. Yeah, I I just think that that movie, although popular, yeah, was sort of on the decline of core. Like Corey Feldman himself wasn't like the fun guy from Lost Boys or yeah. um he was sort of like kind of getting into the other space yeah where Hollywood was like I don't know and they sort of had a good run and then like other kids started popping up right. and so it's like huh Corey Feldman Corey we don't really know what to do with these guys um they're getting older that yeah. type of thing and so but it is kind of weird that one of them didn't project or project a little higher because it feels like like you're saying yeah there was a new crop but you feel like someone would have yeah like because then like you, you look at Haim and like right after that um there were so many things that went just straight to video like which is so weird it's like you were in theatrical releases one year later your movies are going straight to video which isn't uncommon there's bruce willis ones that there's yeah. five bruce willis movies on netflix right now that i never heard of and they're all two years old wow. this is bruce willis yeah. It's, one, it's not like Seagal in the cartel movie where it's like, <laughs> look, I get it. It's cartel yeah. and Seagal. But Bruce Willis is still a star where he has five Netflix movies that I've like, it's like, how are, why aren't these in the theater? And granted, you see them, they're not great, but Bruce Willis. Yeah. I, I don't, I don't get it. I mean, just think about it. So, okay. So if Bruce is not in these movies, who's in his movies? And, you know, it's just the same crop, you know, you have... You know, if you want an action hero, you go to Dwayne Johnson. Right. You know, if you want um, leading man, you, Clooney's messing yeah. with his twins. So you yeah. go to, you know, Brad Pitt, who's doing his whatever he's doing. Um, Franco, who's eating a salad. Always, you know, you just go. Always eating a salad. Oh, by the way, I cannot wait for this movie to come out. Uh, Franco is, you know, that movie, The Room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's playing uh, Tommy uh, Wiseau. Oh, yeah. And I hear he it's freaky. Like, from the... I was listening to another podcast. Okay. And, like, guys sit on set. Like, Franco just goes in. Okay. And it's, it's him. And, like, so freaky that, like, right. he does it. You know? And, like, I guess Tommy had to, in the contract, in order for him to do a movie, like, he, like, he had to have a scene in there. Of course. And so he's like, yeah, when he's on set, it's like Tommy's like, it's like he's doing everyone a favor by like being there. Thank you for doing this, Tommy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm here. So, you know, I feel you're like wel- that's what uh, you would be like. You're welcome. Set. Totally. Um, that, I mean, that seems like it's it's going to be incredible. Is it? When is it coming out? I don't know. Um, I'm actually IMDb. December. So they're going okay. for an award. Yeah. <laughs> How weird if. They win an Oscar. Oh my God! It's about it, it, making he, the worst film. But he gets off on the fact that now people of you know a certain caliber are doing a movie like a sort of documentary behind the scenes yeah. of how like that movie was made. Yeah, and the fact that that is Mike he's yeah. going to garner more attention, but might get an award is <laughs> like a legitimate yeah. award. But on, you could just picture him like if that was in a case for like a Feldman or something. It's like, Oh yeah, it was because of me. And yes. But they're also telling you how bad you are. Right. But, exactly. But I know, but I got an award. 
oh, you see it as one way. Like I film and it's like, no, I'm an artist. I guess in the terms of what an artist yeah. is, sure. But I guess you, you, you feel like we talked about uh, trajectory mm-hmm. and how Corey Feldman and Corey Haim, but Corey Feldman is the, uh, the, I mean, come on, who's the biggest star, Corey Feldman? Not really. But uh, <laughs> if if you um, if you see the decline of Corey Feldman, you know, not drugs notwithstanding, you know, it's just like we always talk about like how everything is attitude. Yeah. It's like I get it. Like you have to figure out not really that good a musician, uh, inspired Michael Jackson dancer. Um, you know, no one's putting me in the movies anymore. Man. Let me in my brain think that I'm just great musician great dancer you know everyone's lucky to have me and let me live my life that way and it you know whatever you got to do to get through the day yeah you know i support it and that's the thing it's like i mean if i were to make something i would probably try to get Feldman in it for a scene because i think it would be yeah and not like as a joke i wouldn't do it like oh i just want to make fun of you or whatever but it'd be like I got Feldman in a scene because it's like that thing of like we were talking about in the previous one is you want to work with people that you grew up with a little bit. It's like I I mostly I just want to meet them. Yeah. Um, Although Angela met him, so I guess I don't have to. So you don't have to. Yeah. But you look at like I I brought up um, Feldman again and, you know, he works all the time like as an actor inspired by an actor. (laughs) So it's like things that we don't like. Yeah. These are all like the but thing is, it's kind of weird. So now in theory. Corey Feldman go, I'm just like Bruce Willis. My movies go straight to Netflix. Well played, Corey. Yeah. <laughs> well played. But you're right, though, Bruce Willis. Like, you can't, you tell me you can't use Bruce Willis in a movie uh, in a you know, effective way. Like, he right. has to do these things. He's only doing these movies. I got to believe that Bruce Willis is only doing these movies just straight to Netflix movies because, like, he's not getting anything else. Right. And these aren't even, like, Netflix-owned movies these are just movies they bought for netflix so i think that's that weird thing and it's like i get it where not everyone has like you can have a bad movie it's like ooh, that just came out bad what do we do sell it foreign or something but there were a lot on there it's like i haven't even think about like all right the last let's go so from red 2 and gi joe with both movies that were released um there was the prince vice rock the casbah extraction Precious Cargo, Marauders, Once Upon a Time in Venice. Mm. That is, those were all the films since that. Wow. I haven't heard of one of those. Not in a bad way. I'm just saying it's like. Well, Once Upon a Time in Venice, we saw, the, or I showed you the trailer. Which one was or that? Or maybe you did. It's the one with the drug dealer and the. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. When the dog. Yeah. <laughs> and it was the trailer where you go. Hmm. Okay, that's where his career is now. Yeah. It's like it's not even close to being inspired. Yeah. You know. Yeah, and the only thing that looks like that's coming up that seems interesting is the the Death Wish remake. Okay. He plays, you know, uh, Death Wish, Doctor Death Wish. I don't. I don't barely. I remember those I, movies. He. Uh, I kind of remember. He plays uh, Charles. Uh, was the main guy from Death Wish? Uh, I know. Charles Bronson. I, I can see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Charles Bronson. So that that could be fun, and that should. Eli Roth is directing. I was about to say Tarantino, which is a good friend of. Eli yeah, Roth, so I think so, it yeah. all it all kind of works itself out. But and it's funny too, like he doesn't even try 
not to play a cop anymore. I'm Bruce Willis. I'm a cop. Yeah. But also, too, I hear he's kind of a dick. Unless I've worked with him and someone's asking me that's not in the business. Right. I'm going to say he's the nicest guy because I'm right. not going to be. Yeah, I've, I've heard that. Him. I've heard that, too. And I've heard he's been very selective about what he does. I don't know about now. Now it's like, you know, I'd be quite question his selection yeah. if that is uh, the case. But it wasn't much about Corey other than uh, the personal experience from the uh, the wife. The only other thing was uh, uh, what was the other Corey story that I, I thought I had? I don't know. It's 100 degrees right now. Um, <laughs> so we're actually going to wrap up Corey's stories. Uh, maybe there'll be more. And maybe there'll, there'll be, be shy Part stories. two next time, yeah. Yeah. This was Post-Apocalyptic. This is Rob. This is John. Have a good one. <laughs>